0: What's up everybody, bringing you another episode of the TDM show live from our homes because we're still quarantined. <clears throat> we're not going anywhere anytime soon, we're staying home, we're staying safe, we're staying clean. Well, I'm yeah. sure it's <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, sir. Caleb, Matt, good to see you guys again this week. I'm working on my good camera.
1: Not, good not to see you, Greg. Good to see the red circle is
0: back. Hey man, look. I that gotta It's very much that. a rectangle i see a square uh, i'm waiting for that stimulus check to hit so you know well maybe i'll get a camera after that i'm going do what i can with what i got but how you guys been this week
1: really good really really good lots of lots of good games coming in um weather has been exceptional i wouldn't really know much about it because i haven't left this room
2: uh, <laughs> but that's I mean, say, you, you, there's a, That's a lot of glass for you not to know what the weather is like
1: Exactly, like even if the weather was terrible I would still know because I'm surrounded by glass
0: I mean, I'm convinced that Mother Nature got uh, coronavirus As we started the week off at like 80 degrees It dropped down to 32, went back up to 80 And now we're freezing rain or something like that again So, you know, yeah. it's,
1: it's great I thought that was just living in Kansas City Yeah <laughs>
2: Right, that <laughs> April right there.
0: <laughs> so, uh, what do you guys been playing this week? I mean, I know, uh, but...
2: The same thing you have, Greg. Final <laughs> Fantasy. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> it's
1: so good! I've been dabbling a little bit in uh, Call of Duty. Um, season 3 of uh, The Battle Passes Out, Warzone has been getting extra, extra use. Um, but aside from that, um, I think I turned on my Switch to update it and turned it right back off because I went right back to
2: Final Fantasy. <laughs> I, in the same vein, ever since I've gotten Final Fantasy, I've literally, the first thing I did was make a conscious effort to boot up Animal Crossing, talk to my neighbors, pay off some of my loan, get a couple of key like uh, resources, and then turn it off and then go straight to Final Fantasy.
0: Yeah, I... Uh... I got Final Fantasy, and I gave my uh, Animal Crossing cartridge to my son and said goodbye. Um, (laughs) I think I booted up my Switch once to install Digimon Cyber Sleuth, I think that's what it's called. Mm. Yeah, Cyber Sleuth, the complete edition for the Switch. It installed, and I turned my Switch back off, and I might be dead now because I haven't charged yet. I've been playing (laughs) nothing but Final Fantasy. Uh, As I told you guys, I rolled credits earlier today. I am ecstatic, and I cannot wait to talk about that game this is the first one we're all playing together so i can't wait to do that spoiler cast with you guys
1: yeah so it'll be fun i'm I'm excited to do the spoiler cast myself especially just because like playing through the og about a month ago and then playing through it now it's just like oof it's it i'll save it we'll save let's let's get into the show before i get there
0: so I will say I just want to talk about the game a little bit, kind of non-spoiler kind of kind of way. Um, exactly. What have you, what have you guys thought about it so far? And where are you guys at in it, Matt? Um, since you're the newest. Yeah, yeah. I'll,
2: I'll go. I'll go ahead and start with my thoughts. Uh, I freaking love it. So, I obviously there are key key moments that I know about Final Fantasy VII, but I've never played it in its entirety before. So a lot of the stuff I'm coming into it. And seeing the way we see some of our characters and how they're interacting and then I'm just super confused as to how A connects to C and what F has to do with any of this. <laughs> <laughs> and then like seeing that start to play out as they're traveling through Midgar has been quite a quite a rollercoaster of uh, emotions and uh, frankly awe just because the graphics look so great. I love the storytelling. Um, I don't think it's ever really like gotten me to a point where I was just like okay I just want to get to the next thing it's every single moment or every single stage of me playing it has just been like oh this is so cool I wish I could just like literally run around and do whatever I can which in a vein you can but at the same time there's still a story to keep but I, I love it I'm enjoying it I am in chapter 14 right now uh you're getting there yeah so I'm almost there
0: oh you kill him
1: uh yeah so like i I like how we're doing the podcast because it's like matt is the newest to the franchise and i've played the franchise a couple times but this is a new game to all of us and then you are the um sensei if i will (laughs) (laughs) um so for me i booted it up immediately and like the jitter spun up just kind of like when we were playing the demos. It's like you click it, you hear the sound, you hear the music, you press start. And cognizantly, in the back of my mind, I know that the ending of the game is not like 20 or 30 minutes. It's like, oh, we get to see what happens after. Um, obviously, um, just super excited to play it. There's new things, there's a lot more new things that I thought they would be. Um, But it's still so familiar. Um, Somebody said it was just like, if your grandma knitted a blanket and mailed it to you, it's like, it's a new blanket, but it's like something familiar about it. And I was just like, I don't know how better to explain it than that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, I, uh, I booted it up as soon as I got it, and my wife was sitting next to me and for like the first 30 minutes I kept doing that thing where I was like, hey, oh my God, you see that? Oh oh my God, look how good that looks. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And then I would just go silent and be like, shh, shh don't talk. Shh, shh don't talk. And so like that was probably the first 30 minutes I honestly got a little got a little tear in my eye when the the bird was flying over everything. The it's very, very It looks intro. so good. And then that air theme kicks in and I was just like oh oh it's here. Oh, it's real. Um, yeah, it's absolutely phenomenal. Even somebody who has so much experience and knowledge about the game, there are still surprises, which I absolutely loved about it. Um, I I will say, to get nitpicky about it, there are some issues that I had with it. Uh, super, super minor, though. More gameplay mechanics than the actual story or game I itself. I was
1: going to say the exact same thing. Like My like, issues with the game are mechanic issues.
0: Like, and, and it's not necessarily, like, the way the game plays, but when you, the the delay when you go to talk to somebody sometimes or leave that conversation, um, the delay when a, a, it is really smooth from cutscene to gameplay. It's, there's no real separation from visuals, um, but there are moments where it kind of, like, you you can feel it loading, Um very much like that but as you guys as you were saying caleb like there are things that i see in this game that i it it was like watching warcraft the movie for the first time and i don't want to reference that as in like warcraft is is such a great movie because it wasn't great (laughs) but it's seeing things come to life that i had seen in a different manner before if that makes sense exactly so like when i watched warcraft's movie like it was awesome for me because I. I got to see, you know, Kiev, and I got to see Karazhan and all these things come to life in a manner that I'd only seen in such a, a horrible rendition of or read in books. And seeing everything in this game, it, it's like it's the way I saw it when I was 12, the first time I played it, even though it's not how it looked. Um, the character building. Oh, my God, the character building in this game. So like you, good you oh, get yeah. attached to every single character the world I, I will and that's one thing i love and hate the world the way they they build that world out with all the 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 bystanders those around you talking constantly really mm-hmm. cool really annoying though when you're trying to listen to the conversation you're trying to have with the character you're with and you have mm-hmm. to read the subtitles because you can't hear the character they yeah, don't like uh,
2: there are, there's actually a Uh, a side mission that I'm trying that I'm embarking on right now in chapter 14. And uh, this lady I was talking to, she was asking me to, to find some kids and she's like, I don't know where they went. And then all I heard someone talking. And so I looked over at the side to see what was going. And then by the time I turned
0: back, the conversation was done and I have no idea where to start. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that, that was probably my biggest couple complaints about it but outside that like absolutely phenomenal jaw dropping all the way through
2: i i will say for me yeah uh you did get a sense of playing it you can tell kind of where um it had to to almost like stutter for a bit in order to catch up and then load things um one of the minor things that i found more so annoying than anything was if you're going back to certain sections of a map it all of a sudden all went dark again after like you explored it and you're coming back. I would have more preferred uh like if you've explored a map, you have the sections highlighted that you've been. So you know places that you either weren't able to get to before or uh places you just forgot about for one reason or another. So it's kind of that was kind of annoying to me. But again, it's so minor, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't really affect the gameplay at all. Just
0: and I think there's a reason for that because I had that same issue. Um, I think there's a reason for that for where you're at in the game, mm. but we'll, we'll we can talk about that all later. But yeah, um, I, I don't want to kind of spoil anything. We've got, we got Caleb over here listening looked like he's about to pull the headset off. So, uh, <laughs> no, I was I was, like, I was
1: just drawn into the conversation.
0: Th- there was there was a moment in the game, and I I can't wait till you get to it, Caleb, because you might recognize it from the game itself. Matt, you might still find it funny. I was audibly laughing out loud at how hysterical this moment was. And it was a very, very long moment. But just the way they played it out, the comedy behind it, it it lent itself. It was like kind of that in-between, okay, like they do in movies. You know, You, you got the... The seriousness, and then it kind of breaks up a little bit with a little humor, and then you get right back to serious. Like it was, it was phenomenal. I can't wait to talk to you guys about it, but I don't want to go any more into it because I will start spoiling things because all I want to do is talk about this game right now. (laughs) (laughs) Can't blame you. So, as far as you guys are into it, we talked about it before um, the game came out uh, amongst each other. Are you guys still planning on platinum in this game?
2: 100%. Uh, I will try to. After realizing how difficult and how frequently I die at normal, uh, we'll do our best.
0: Are you switching a lot between your characters?
2: Uh, I'm starting to now in the latter half. Um, you, you—that's that's what you have to get used to early.
1: Um, and that, honestly, that's a mechanism, like a mechanism in the game that I didn't like realize was going to be a mechanism. Like, and I kept. My thing was like I kept like wishing, oh man, I wish this was time based or turn based. But this is the way of making a turn based is the binds and um different commands that your characters can do even with some of the materia combinations that can happen. Um I was talking to you guys earlier. I was having a wonderful time trying to beat uh the summons. Um Shiva, Shiva, whatever her name was. Um, and when I, I basically went in there and reorganized my materia and was switching back and forth between my characters, so much easier. Mm-hmm.
0: So one thing I, I'll put out there for anybody who's just getting into it or even you guys who haven't yet that I kind of I'm the same way as you, Matt. Towards the end of the game, I started getting more fluid with it. Um, your When the AI controls the character, you don't build up your ATB quite as quick. Mm-hmm. So, you want to make sure you're jumping around from character to character to character as much as possible. Also, yeah. when, as like, instead of, unless I needed something right now, like a uh, potion or uh, uh, a heal or something like that, um, instead of commanding them to do so, I would actually set my guy to to use his ATB gauge. And as soon as I said whoever I was doing that with, I jumped to somebody else. That mm-hmm. way, I'm not. Waiting in limbo for that attack to go off. I'm just going to the next person and keeping it rolling like that. And that that's honestly how I found the game to be much, much easier.
2: Yeah, I I've I've got a bit more uh like you said, towards the end of the game you get a bit more fluid with it. Um, but there there was a particular fight where it it's just Barrett and Tifa that I was in a pickle where I really had to get a hang of. Okay, Barrett's down. Tifa's all I got, and she doesn't have that much health left. <laughs> and then just like having good timing, and then like switch to Barrett, and then like going back and forth trying to beat this this uh, this enemy. Uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting. Definitely different than most Kingdom Hearts games, or every Kingdom Hearts game oh, I've ever played. It
1: is nothing like a Kingdom Hearts game, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, and, and th- I had many of those instances too. And I found running around in circle and not dodging is what helps, mm-hmm. like a hundred percent. Don't run, don't dodge, and don't just don't stand still. Just keep yeah, on, that, keeping on. That's what that's what
2: gets me confused. It's like okay, so the dodge mechanism is there. You think dodge would help? Nope.
0: dodge doesn't help. Dodge it, just puts you in the way. <laughs> dodge well, dodge helps quite a bit, but if you dodge, your ATB doesn't go up. Ah, uh, that's why.
1: So, uh I only dodge if I have Tifa, and that's because I have dangerous dodge on. So, like, if I'm dodging, I'm dodging with her in the direction of an enemy, and when she comes out of that dodge, she does an AoE attack. That's the only time I dodge. Mm.
0: I was was rolling around that thing like I was playing Goldeneye. (laughs) (laughs) All the time, just rolling, rolling, rolling. Um, But, uh, I mean, we could talk about this for days, and we're going to later this week when you gentlemen finish the game up finally. We will talk about this. I'm sure we could probably go for hours, but let's talk about the one thing in video games that we can this week. Well, I'm sure we could talk about more, but the big thing—the Dual Sense controller—came out, uh, got announced, and reviewed. Ooh, Ka- Caleb, what's that for? I'm excited. Okay, okay. So it's a good oof. Yeah, okay. it was,
1: I was. Let, let's let's go ahead and get it started because at first it dropped. And I was just like, nope, that is Frankenstein. Take it back. We don't want it. It's ugly. And then I saw the side profile. It's
2: Frankenstein's monster.
1: It is Frankenstein and the monster and their cousin, (laughs) Tay-Tay. I did not like it at all. And then I saw the side profile. And then I saw more profiles. And I was like, okay, it's not that bad. And then Twitter took over. And I saw different color combinations. And I was just like, all right, now I'm sold. Like, but that, it was 100% I, the side profile that showed me because, again, the the top-down view of it, I wasn't quite sure about the ergonomics. But seeing that side profile, I see how it's naturally going to sit in the hand of a player. Um, it's a little bit beefy, a little thick thick boy. Um, but I like it. I'm, I'm very excited.
2: I think uh, for me, yeah, seeing those uh, – different concept colorways that people came up with. So there's like a Spider-Man theme. There's one that was more like a uh, classic Nintendo colorway to it. Um, Did you see the Xbox one? I didn't see that one. I did see the Xbox one. Yeah, it's like
1: the 360 one. It's like slate gray and the lime green or Xbox green. I'm
2: sorry. Yeah. Uh, Mountain Dew green, you mean. (laughs) Uh, I'll hate on the color. (laughs) <laughs> when I initially saw the white uh, with the black underside to it, or the black uh, highlights to it, uh, to me it felt super weird. It felt like a like a, an Xbox controller that didn't meet the requirements or something like that. Uh, so I wanted to wait to see it in other colorways. I'm really glad I saw the concept art. I'm, I mean, obviously we're still going to get one because we're all getting a PS5. But... Um,
0: also, shout out, no AA batteries. Hey, so real quick, kind of kind of want to touch on some of the features they, they showed off. The triggers have haptic feedback. Um, that's one of the big things. The Xbox One has haptic feedback in the triggers, but nobody uses it. Um, so now that we're seeing both consoles will have these haptic feedbacks in the triggers, hopefully we'll get more games with that, and its entire purpose is to give you the tension of the game itself. Um, so Forza is kind of what debuted it with the Xbox One. I'm um, sure racing games will be big, but it gives you that kind of the feel of that tension in the bow when you pull it back um, or whatever, mucking through the mud, whatever the case might be like, it's supposed to give you that tension, that feeling of the game itself.
1: Um, I'm interested they, to see how shooters take advantage of it. Like in oh, yeah. a game like Call of Duty. I mean, I think Call of Duty might stray away from it, but like, to have a hair trigger on like a nine millimeter SMG versus a fifty caliber sniper rifle.
0: Oh yeah, it'll it'll be really interesting to see. They they rebranded the share button as the create button. Yeah. Um, which is really cool because the share button. I mean, the share button so influential that Xbox this time around I was like, hey, we're gonna put a share button on our controller too because it Eight. apparently is important. So, um, and but it's only going to get
1: more and more, like as we we get further and further into the streaming world, um, it's only become more synonymous with gaming. So I think it's about time.
0: Oh yeah, and I, I think um, it'll be really interesting to see what happens with this because it's not the share button anymore; it's create button. So what all can you create? Can you create clips quicker? Does it does it pair up with that share factory on the PlayStation? Um, can you create gifts on the fly with this? Ooh. Let me tell you let me tell you what, you know how um, how many gifts I could have created out of this game? <laughs> I've been taking screenshots out of Final Fantasy left and right. Honestly, um, so
2: I saw I saw the one that you that you took that you had posted, uh saying how much you love the game. And honestly, with every single aspect of the game, they use the hell out of that angle, that camera angle for everything.
0: I, I, I just wish we had a picture mode. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm hoping I mean every game that's come out has that doesn't necessarily always have picture mode from the get, but I mean God of War didn't have it, they put it in later. I don't mm-hmm. think Horizon had it, they put that in later. So I'm hoping Red Dead put it. that in later. Yeah, exactly. So I'm hoping that's kind of like a patch we see in the future for Final Fantasy remake. Um the sticks are still parallel. Uh they did kind of on the controller if you if you noticed it's flat, whereas on the DS four it's actually rounded around the sticks. Mm-hmm. So minor things there. Um, I didn't notice this until I zoomed in on the picture of the face. The PlayStation logo is the button. So we're on the PS4. Mm-hmm. It's a round button with a PS logo on it. This is the PlayStation logo. That's an actual button. So it's cut out as a PlayStation logo. So I can't wait to see what kind of things we might see in color variants with that. Because you can mm-hmm. change the color of that button as well. Um, and one of the immediate features everybody noticed was it has a mute button on the controller. It also has a mic on the controller. Yeah. So you don't need a headset right away, but it looks like it, it... I mean, it hasn't been confirmed, but it looks like a mute button right there where the the microphone would be. So you can quick mute it. You don't have to have any special Gizmos gadgets hooked up to your controller for that. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's USB-C. I'm hoping and thinking that they pull away from to control the battery they had on the DS4 because it's actually the same controller they had on the DS3 as well. So it's an older lithium battery. But with it being heftier, I can't imagine it being a bigger battery. You can't imagine it can't not imagine being? It not Okay, that's what I was about no. saying. Yeah.
1: And um, the, the lithium-ion batteries are becoming more and more efficient. Um, so they don't Unless have... Unless you're Xbox. Unless you're Xbox. Um, like, and shout-out to Tesla. And Panasonic, um, I recently learned this, but like Tesla buys a ton of their batteries from Panasonic. And Panasonic has been doing so much work to advance lithium ion batteries and rechargeable batteries that um, they're like the number one or number two provider of rechargeable batteries in the world now. Uh, I hope it's one of the Panasonic lithium ion batteries on there because you can get like three times the charge of the controller that we have now in half the time. Again, what I know, plus Twitter facts, we'll see which combination of those two things that I said actually happen or, or actually true. So,
0: Yeah, I mean, it's still got the light bar um, that we're used to on the PS4, which we have to have if it's going to be backwards compatible with the PS5, uh, the VR is. Um, so that's actually around the touchpad. The touchpad's still there. Now, what I'm intrigued to see is if you remember with the PS4, when they showed off the controller, it was a black controller. Mm-hmm. Our console was black at launch.
1: Exactly. I was going to get into this, yeah.
0: This controller is white. Give me a Stormtrooper controller. Yep. Or console. Like, that's what this controller is, a Stormtrooper. Like, I want a Stormtrooper console. Give me that kind of futuristic, streamlined look that they have on this controller. The black offset. Make it look like a Stormtrooper. Let's go. Do
1: Do you think we go back to the PS3 like futuristic with shapes and curves or do we stick with the postmodern ch- rectangles corners but everything is flat design um, wise
0: I don't think we'll have a I don't think we'll have a a curve that takes up space like the PS3 did like that was ridiculous I think if it's curved it'll be similar to the way the curves on the controller are if you're looking down at the face. So, like, the console will have those kind of rounded edges. Um, I don't think we'll have the Eraser-like console we had with the PS4 when it first launched. Super sharp edges, super pointed, stuff like that. I think it's going to be much smoother, but I don't think it's going to be some fat, huge monstrosity.
1: Now, do you think we're going to get the rectangle? Something close (laughs) to the rectangle, kind of like the series x or yeah. okay still horizontal console design you don't think we're going to get a thing that can be that is predominantly designed to be vertical
0: i think i think it'll just like the series x which should go either way i think we'll see something like that as we have with all consoles since the 360 ps3 um we generation like they've all been you could rotate them either way and they'll quote unquote work fine um but I think it will be one where you'll predominantly want to set it down sideways like we have since the dawn of time.
1: Yeah. I'm just like, again, I just, I've just i been following a lot of architectural pages on Instagram. So I was like, I wonder what kind of design philosophy they're using um, with their architecture. Because, again, the architecture does have to go into like we need this much space for cooling, we need this much space for power, we need this much space for memory, especially since because it's now like expandable, like you take the hard drives out, you obviously could do it with the PS4. So they need to like account for the different brands of hard drives out there. Obviously there's gonna be the one that you should go buy and use in there, but you can also just go to whatever, your local computer store or go to Amazon and buy a two terabyte hard drive, swap things out. So they have to account for that too. Um, so I'm just, I've just become recently interested in like, what, what architectural language are they going to use with the, with the, the, box itself? Clearly, we're using the 33rd Overwatch character for the controller. So, <laughs> so I we'll mean, it, see, we'll see what we get for the system.
0: As far as getting different hard drives, like all they had was a SATA, SATA connection, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, on Correct. the PS4, which is pretty much universal. Um, so I, if they're going to do connectors like that, I think it's what it is as far as the expandable storage kind of like Microsoft's doing, which I would assume has kind of been rumored that PlayStation will have as well. I'm sure it'll be some sort of proprietary thing. Um, I'm hoping it's not, I'm hoping that it's just a proprietary case more or less that you have. And the hard drive itself is just a normal hard drive. Otherwise we'll see the same thing we saw with the PlayStation Vita. Yeah. Which is the memory will be far too expensive to justify. Yeah. Um, But if I'm not mistaken, they've also said you can hook up other hard drives to it as well. So you're not limited to just what they sell. So it gives you that kind of comfort options to go and go with whatever brand name you normally used to with hard drives. And
1: I think it would be, I think the easiest, for most of us, the easiest thing to do is go buy an external hard drive that has a USB plug-in, put all your games on there, you're good to go.
0: Look, if it's a cool little dongle that I can plug into it for their proprietary hard drive, I'm in.
2: I'll take like, it. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, if
0: it looks like a little antenna popping in there. <laughs> let's go. i about it. <laughs> Make it look like a little transformer. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's it looks really cool. I'm really, really intrigued by the design. I had that kind of same moment everybody else did. I looked at it and I was like, oof what is this? And then I looked at it more and I was like, oh, and then 30 minutes later I saw the buttons on the center of the controller and I was like, oh man, oh man, I'm Mm -hmm. loving this. This is beautiful.
1: Now are we, someone, someone on, um, again, Twitter, which is basically where I live now, um, said that the controller's ugly and we're just blinded because we're, um, overhyped for the PS5 console. Is there any, I honestly think the controller looks good. I think if you think this controller looks ugly, you don't understand design. Uh, Different strokes for different folks. But this isn't, like, objectively a good-looking piece of technology. I don't understand how people think it's not a good-looking controller. And you don't have to buy batteries. Like, again, Mm -hmm. my favorite part, USB-C, don't have to buy batteries.
0: What is there to not like about it? I think some people who don't like the design of this weren't. In video games in 2005, 2006, when we got the Notorious Boomerang controller. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Have you ever seen that, Matt? Yes. So, yeah, (laughs) when they originally announced the controller for the PS3, it was that lethal boomerang that, that, like, was absolutely hideous um so like to say this controller is hideous like i i'll I, I references awesome. look I, at the boomerang
2: you, you keep talking i'm gonna see if i can find it real quick
0: yeah pull that picture up because that thing is absolutely <laughs> atrocious it's Just ps3 boomerang controller i'm sure it'll pop but I, yeah, like yeah that, that was
2: that was
1: not great it was not great i'm glad they you know. strayed away from that
0: oh yeah it, it was it was definitely one of those where they showed it everybody was like mm, i'm not buying your console with that especially after you told me i need to have two jobs anyway mm-hmm. no you better get something else get that out of here I mean, they didn't launch with a great controller. They took the DualShock functionality out of that controller at launch. Yep. Um, Oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the controller.
1: That literally looks like an N64 controller with the middle part taken out and the end is extended.
0: Yeah, it's, it is is definitely one of those, like, a different timeline of this planet has that controller, <laughs> and I'm so sorry for them as gamers.
1: Yeah. Like, can you imagine how far your thumbs have to go up in order to hold, like, to push the buttons? You have to push the buttons up here.
0: Yeah, Dumb. I, I, it, it's not a great design, and we're—I'm so thankful we didn't get it. But I, I would not
2: be able to play with that, but I would be able to bludgeon someone with it.
0: Oh yeah. You have the Boomerang controller in one hand, and you have the GameCube in the other, and you're just going to town on people.
2: Yes. I mean,
1: nothing ever beats the the Fat Man controller from Xbox. The Duke? Yeah, the Duke. That Mm. is an actual weapon. Like, I don't care what anyone says.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's what that PlayStation 3 controller was based off of. It was a Duke, and they cut the middle out. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. So, I mean... There's not a whole lot. Microsoft did something on Tuesday um, where they showed some stuff off. They had a, a there was a, a picture of uh, Major Nelson going around on Twitter that I saw where he was holding up. Um, I'm holding it up to the monitor like you guys can see me here. Um, <laughs> he was holding up a a one of their external hard drives that you can plug into it. It, it was the same day as a controller reveal from PlayStation, but from what I've gathered and what I've seen, nothing came out of it did you guys see anything from microsoft
1: no and i was again i've been pretty active on twitter i follow all of the heads of xbox uncle phil wasn't talking about it so it must have not been that important
0: yeah i mean i don't see i'm on like major nelson's page here and the last update was the 16th of march for xbox series x so i I don't really know what's going on with xbox um nothing bad, not in a bad way. I just I have nothing to say about it. I guess. Mm-hmm.
2: So real quick, we're we're gonna we're gonna take a couple steps backwards here because I, I want to get your thoughts on something, Greg, uh, regarding Final Fantasy. And hopefully, this isn't stepping in any spoil ta- spoiler territory. So a friend of mine was asking me because he also picked up Final Fantasy VII Remake. He was wondering about dlc and i know the big thing surrounding this was uh is this going to be it, they call it episodic uh and we talked about it a little bit before the podcast but you want to tell us your thoughts on it after
0: completing the game so completing the game has no um differentiating thoughts on what this is so it's not a spoiler whatsoever um i think I was kind of looking at it beforehand and thinking a lot about this because I, I first off, I hate the term episodic for this. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, came from a translation that the media picked up and ran with and everybody has taken that to heart. Um, when I think episodic, I'm thinking Telltale Games. I'm thinking, um, you know, the smaller titles like that where they drop something here and there and you get certain amounts every now and then. Um, and so I don't like that term. Because the 35 hours I put in this game is one long episode. I would never watch an episode <laughs> that long. That That's like... Roots ain't got nothing on that episode. The whole series of Roots. <laughs> <And that's, laughs> um, but, like, my thought behind it is it's, it's titled Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, it is not titled Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1 um, or anything like that. It is straight up Final Fantasy VII Remake. So I think what might happen... Um, which is a great possibility, is this becomes more or less a game, a, a platform, a game of service. Mm-hmm. So we bought the first pack of the game. You get however many hours you could, I mean, 35 hours for myself to beat it. I probably could have beat it in third just not searching around quite as much for stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's going to be something where the DLC we get isn't going to be DLC we're used to it's going to be more like DLC you get from an MMORPG. So I think they they give us more um, individually, and I, I still think it will be $40, $60 bucks for these expansions that we'll purchase, but I think it'll be well worth the purchase. And then they may come out with a complete edition as everything ever always does after everything's said and done. But as playing through it, I think you'll be able to get a piecemeal here and there which will also allow them to get more content out on a more regular basis. Mm-hmm. So then, with with that being said, I think
2: this also uh, kind of ties back to a conversation we had several months ago, and it's kind of been an ongoing thing. Uh, with this thought of moving to uh, diskless games and having it more of, uh, we use the example of FIFA, like every year it's like, okay, you're no longer buying a disc every year. It's just like you buy it once and then there's like an update every year or something like that. Uh, do you think this is kind of along the same vein that they might be trying to test out or do?
0: Um, I mean, maybe. It does say on the back of the box I'm looking at now, the story of the first standalone game in the Final Fantasy VII Remake project comes up uh, up to the party's escape from Midgar. So I, 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 I don't know... I don't know how they'll play this out. Um, It could go either way. I know people are complaining that I don't want to spend sixty bucks three times, blah blah blah. And it's like, bro, you buy Call of Duty every year. Mm -hmm. Like every year, you spend sixty bucks on the same game. Buy two K every nine months. Yeah, (laughs) GTA. How many times (laughs) people bought GTA and nothing has changed in that game? Sort of free DLC. So, um, I this could be the first kind of foray into that Square Enix already has dabbled in that darkness once when they released Hitman Mm -hmm. um, because Hitman originally came out truly episodic where it was digitally for an entire year and you got new content every two to three months and then they released a complete edition on disc Um, I don't think it will be quite like that I think it will be much more extensive than what we're seeing but they've not talked about any DLC yet either Mm -hmm. so but sky's the limit and let me tell you what, after the end of the game, sky's the limit, gentlemen.
2: <laughs>
0: Go anywhere. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's, um. God, I just want to talk about this game right now so much. It's all I want to talk about.
2: Dude, I'm excited. I might, I might just beat it tonight. It might be four in the morning, but I'll beat
0: it. I, I'll beat it soon. From where you're at, it won't be four in the morning if you stay up all night. like, sooner? No. It'll, no. Like, you'll be hitting me up at, like, 8 a.m. Dog tired, like, hey, Rob, i beat it.
1: <laughs> well, fair technically, fair. I've got two skip days left and only three days in the semester, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love the way you think.
1: Hey, listen, I saved my skip for an appropriate time We're Quarantine and Final Fantasy is out. Who will not be on a Zoom class meeting tomorrow? Is moi.
0: <laughs> Do you have to be on the Zoom class meeting with like your face on screen and everything, or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Caleb, I got a question for you. You got the first class edition, right? Yes, I did. Have you used the three summons yet? Yes, I have. I so maybe it's because I haven't turned mine off since I installed those two other summons that I got because I didn't get the first class. How how are those summons?
1: Uh, Carbuncle is probably the most useful one as far as like technicality because um and i say this i put carbuncle on Aerith she's my healer he's a support um character she's a support character whatever you want to call carbuncle i always call it a he um when he does his ultimate he revives anyone who's down as well as gives you i think it's like 120 percent hp like 120 of your max hp um so it's amazing. Hmm. Cactar is hilarious because he just runs around and his ultimate move is called Thousand Needle Strike. He does physical damage and it's hilarious. Um So from like a usability standpoint, they're actually quite useful. Like I was surprised at how useful they were. Um but like Carbuncle by far is the one I use the most.
0: Now did you Cause the the demos out has been out, so we I feel like we can talk about up to that the scorpion boss. Did you um, use your summons before they actually gave you your first summoning stone, or did you wait? I waited. Did you? Yeah. I was wondering about that because I heard some people saying online that you could actually. With the pre-order bonuses that you got, you could actually equip them sooner than they actually would, and they'd still give you that tutorial, like it was your first time getting one.
1: Yeah, I don't doubt that. They, I think that the game is just structured that way. Um, honestly, I didn't even. I I literally ran upstairs, tore the box open, like opened the first class edition, searching for like the game, and I was like, "What the hell is my game? It's not in here." Freaked out and like dumped out the UPS box, and then it was in. A separate, the Deluxe Edition came in a separate box. I was like, oh, phew, thank goodness. Ripped that open, threw the game, threw the install disc in there, (laughs) installed the game, took that out, put the play disc in, and I've been playing ever since. Once I got to the part where you get your first summon, I then hit pause, I went back out, put in the codes, got the other two summons, went back in, did the tutorial, and then went to the start screen, and then went back into the game, and then my summons were there.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: But now that yeah, I know that, since I already have the DLC, hard mode,
0: we'll see. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm really curious to see how, how hard that hard mode is because, like, like I was saying, like there were a couple times where I did die um, <clears throat> generally because I didn't quite understand fully understand the mechanics of, of a boss or it was 2.30 in the morning and I was just tired. <laughs> Um, and then I would come back and I just clean it up shop like it was nothing. But like I, I'm curious to see how hard it is, especially like I said, the, the end game is uh, it's, it's the gauntlet. It's a mm. very, very good gauntlet. Um, I will say, kind of speaking of that, I loved how we got to see somebody who's so familiar with those monsters in Midgar. Um, I loved seeing the monsters in the game. I don't think there's one they missed and I loved how they Matt, you just kind of finished one up. Um, they kind of introduced that monster to you like in the game. And originally it was in a completely different place, mm-hmm. but then the way they introduced that monster to you was absolutely phenomenal. And they kind of gave it a reason and a background as to why it was there, even though it was such an outlandish creature. Uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So um yeah, I, I, that some some like the the sidelines. I will say I did get tired of hearing Tifa talk about how badly she could use a shower. Yeah. Or how I she. I could...
2: did not pay attention to that. So, I, I actually I don't even remember her saying that. She all, said it but, way too many times.
0: Um. After just there's a couple lines she says after battle. It's either, uh, oh I really that really worked up a sweat, or I would kill for a shower right now.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. I I just didn't pay attention to her. I <laughs> I followed after Cloud. Pay attention to no female. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you didn't. You didn't pay attention to harem at all. My dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah, every Dog. every every woman for a ten thousand mile radius is magnetically attracted to cloud, and he just wants to get paid.
0: <laughs> He's just like, "Do you have my money?" <laughs> <laughs> my dude. Um, but gentlemen, I mean, it's going to be a short episode this week. There's not really much to talk about. We are kind of in this quarantine state. Everything's really slow. Um, nothing is coming out that's really newsworthy to talk about so much. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, technically, I mean, we could talk about this a little bit more next week to see how things shake out. I mean, there was there have been delays to even MMORPGs. Like I know Elder Scrolls Greymore got delayed. Um,
0: Final Fantasy Fourteenth patch got delayed.
1: Yeah, so. Everything is, everything is getting affected, but it's not like breaking news headlines like the world isn't stopping. The gaming world isn't – like the gaming world, honestly, we're kind of just trucking along. Everybody else is the one that's kind of freaking out. we just kind of – we've been here before. Remember when PlayStation Network got hacked during Christmas and we're all stuck playing single-player games? We're used to this. For, for <laughs> we're used to this. Y'all are the ones that are new to
2: the
0: game. We've been here. So, um, unless there's anything else, gentlemen, I think we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah no. at least
2: until until we all beat Final Fantasy.
0: Until later this week when we have a 45-hour-long podcast on... Breaking
1: down every corner of every crevice, trying to find that stinking yellow uh, materia, gold materia, <laughs> whatever they want to call it now.
0: Mm. Well, gentlemen, uh, folks, listen at home. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Matt, where can they find you? And, of course, us at?
2: First of all, you can find us on Twitter at the TDM Show, Instagram TDM Show, Facebook.com backslash the TDM Show. If you like listening to us, we're available on all platforms that podcasts are on. If you want to uh, tell us how much you like the show or if there's a topic you want us to cover, uh, go to our website, uh, www.whitenoystudio.com slash the show and there's a place there where you can send us in uh, all the information or if you just want to say hi we don't mind we'd love talking with you we'd love to game with you sometime and talk about Final Fantasy uh, and then me you can find me on all social media at Matt underscore YouTube
0: Caleb where can they find you at
2: I for a limited time only am
1: okay. on all social media platforms at Old Man Mookie you can find me Not private. So whatever you see, you found it on your own accord. I didn't tell you to go there. I'm telling you where I am. You can come follow him if you want. Be warned. Things
0: might be said. Things are always said on that (laughs) location. Uh, You can find me at Tongsi, where I'm currently sharing non-spoilery snapshots of the game. I think it's fair to say. Nothing I've shared isn't spoiler. Yeah? Correct. 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 Uh, So follow me there. Hit me up. Let's chat about Final Fantasy because, golly, can I talk about Final Fantasy? And I so badly want to. And if you guys want to hang out for a little bit after we're done with the podcast, I'd love to chit-chat with you because I need to talk to somebody about this game right now. (laughs) i got to talk to somebody about this game. So, appreciate you guys listening. Um, As always, stay healthy, stay clean, stay home, and stay safe. Have a great week.